You're listening to the World Famous White Roof Radio, webcast number 646, recorded August 15th, 2018. Tonight brought to you by CravenSpeed.com, MotoringStripes.com, and now Motoring.com. Mini performance, speed, and style. It's on Motoring.com. everybody, it's DB in Arizona with a brand new episode of the World Famous White Roof Radio. We're here talking about Mini Cooper stuff and BMW stuff, oddly enough, tonight, uh, like we like to do. Joined, as always, my good pal, my uh, one of my best friends in the whole wide world, Mr. Todd Pearson. Uh, present and accounted for. Excellent. Round of applause. And that, of course, you guys know that golden tone. That was Mr. Gabe Bridger from Motoring File, MotoringFile.com. He's here to talk to us tonight about the new company car. And about uh, some BMW cars that he's driven, and I think about how much he hates windows. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I can say I'd like to consider that voice more of a tarnished silver, but I appreciate that. <laughs> Very good. Um, how's the weather? Uh, good. <laughs> yeah, there's. What city? What city am I in right now? I don't know. Uh, it rained. I don't know where I am. It rained. It's been raining it, in it, it poured. It poured. We got like two inches of rain in like 30 minutes. Wow. Wow. We didn't even break 100 degrees in Phoenix today. I almost broke out a sweater. There you are. Well, well I got to tell you, it's you know what's great? Air conditioning. Oh, yes. yeah. It is a beautiful thing. And you know what else is great? A brand new windshield. Which I oh, got. did you get a new windshield? Yeah, I got a new windshield. They they came out and the, the Safe Light guys came out and they popped a new one. Then, windshield uh, installation has come a long way yeah and i i, I don't care i don't care what anybody says and everybody right now you guys are yelling at your podcast apps right now for using SafeLight, and y'all can go scratch because i have never ever ever had a problem with safe light glass ever yeah it's an aftermarket windshield yeah. by uh by no means it's not a it's not a mini oem but here's the thing about mini oem and and the latest bmw windshields and gabe you may know or have heard of this too the new ones are very thin, and they are breaking like China on your new granite countertop. Oh, well, really? that's like old times. <laughs> that's, that's, that's Just great. like old times. Yep. That's Just, great. It's like old times. Our dealer's replacing like six a week. <laughs> wow. Love it. Love it. Yeah, I, I've had... Uh, people, I, I, hey, you know what? People people always say, I wish things were like, you know, the R53. Here we go. Here we are. R53 it is. R53. Just Screw cool. progress, man. I want my broken windshield back. <laughs> I like I like I like when I'm just driving at 73 and it just stretch fractures. Um, that's what I thought my my latest one I, I was driving and then I actually watched it happen. I watched the crack come So I'm surprised so I, so I haven't heard of this and um I'm surprised uh I'm surprised by that because as we know No, mine was an impact. Generally Oh, okay. It was the quality of the 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 current mini is just dramatically different than the R53, and I always laugh when people talk about how they miss it, and I miss it too to a degree. But you know, it's rose tinted rose tinted glasses. You know, what you don't miss is like the basically like hitting a pothole and like your your windshield spidering from the left yeah. side. <laughs> yeah. Or or hitting a pothole and your uh, glove box opens. <laughs> that used to happen on my R53s, all of them. You know, you hit yeah. something hard enough and boom, it just pops open. 
<laughs> just, you're just reminding you something's inside of it that you're looking for. That's all. No, you know about. what you do at that don't point. Start, don't even keep talking trash about the R53, man. You're going to get the boys upset. Oh, who doesn't love? We all love it. I know, oh, we've loved it. It was it was a lovable uh, rattle bucket at <laughs> some point, but you know, you just replace the glove box with a parcel shelf, and you're done. There you That's go. That's true. It's it's well, they don't make them anymore, do they? No, 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 they do. You can source I think them I think Aaron still gets them on occasion. The one that's still impossible to find is the uh, driver's side one, or passenger side on the, in the UK. So don't yeah, tell me. Do, do you still uh, have it? I do. I still. Does have anybody it. need an R56? Uh, um, Cooper S exhaust unused, by the way. No. Stock? Uh, yeah, I, I'm literally I'm literally putting my feet on one right now. Oh. Why don't you put it on like Craigslist or put it on one of the Facebook pages? Yeah, it's too hard. It's okay. Money. What's I I, I, re, I don't use Facebook. I refuse. No. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. So hey, if anybody needs a bone stock R fifty six, that's a two thousand seven to twenty thirteen Mini Cooper S exhaust that's never been used. Shoot us over an email, feedback at whiteroofradio.com. We'll make sure Gabe sees it. Probably give you a smoking price just to get rid of it, so you don't put his feet on it anymore, like an animal. Well, I mean, it is a fantastic automobile. Anyway, okay. Uh, DP, what kind of business do we have to take care of? Before today? we actually get started, we're going to talk about all that stuff, and then I'm having some anxiety about my car that we might talk about, or it's going to be a post to DB Mini. So I'm not sure which way we're going to see how tonight goes. But before we get started with any of that, let us take a moment and remind you guys about one of the fine sponsors here underneath the white roof. Let's start off tonight with our boys over at Craven Speed. CravenSpeed.com. <clears throat> You know them up in the Pacific Northwest. Those of you who went on many takes the states, you probably and you came from the west side. You probably cruised up there, stopped in, said hi. There was a huge party. Uh, if you didn't go, well, you missed a huge party. I guess our food trucks, a zillion minis. They kind of did like a little pre-kickoff party. Probably what they were doing is, if I had to guess, they were showing off all the stuff that they make, and their stuff that they make is cool including and you guys should be on their newsletter for list for this one. You would have found out. You can now get not only can you get a short shift short shifter for the f56 but you can also now get the shift well so mm -hmm. basically the boot delete like they did with the r53 you know that little metal plate that went in there yeah, you can get that for the f cool. you can get that for the f56 now short shift kit and the the little and the little well plate thing which removes the boot oh so awesome that's over at Craven Speed. Of course, they made it because they make all the cool stuff. Not only do they make that, they also make the Platypus license plate mount, which is awesome. And you, they can make that for dang near any car. So if you don't want to drill holes in a bumper to mount the license well, plate, and, you get the Platypus and, mount. And let's be honest, that is a must-have. It's a must-have. Those have. guys, like, you can't drill something. Unless your dealer's already done it, yep. don't do it. Don't do Buy it. that thing. Save yep. your bumper. It's an Tough. offset look. It looks great. It looks yeah, so good. Just move to a state like Kansas where they don't require a Or Arizona. But if you live in a state like Pennsylvania, California. Or right? Illinois. Or Illinois. When when you if you're or getting a new car, make sure you ask them to not drill your front plate. Go over to Craven Speed and get that platypus lump mount instead and put your license plate on that. So much better. Also, if you have an R fifty, R fifty three, or an R fifty six, any of the minis that have a dipstick, you owe it to yourself to go to Craven Speed and order Craven Speed dipstick. Because you can read it and it doesn't break. Super awesome. Goes in, goes out. Really easy. Uh, WN10, of course. And then if you don't have a Mini, you have something else in the driveway you want to go check out, <clears throat> click over on the Browse by Make tab. And they make stuff for uh, about 30 different brands of cars right now, including the Platypus mount and including uh, the Gemini for your cell phone. They have that for more than just the Mini now. Very, very cool stuff. Go over there, check all that out. That's over at CravenSpeed, CravenSpeed.com, home of the Rad Return Policy. 
Don't forget too, if you do place an order, there's a comment form there. Comment, you know, a little spice to leave a comment. Make sure you say thanks for supporting White Roof Radio. We really appreciate that. So do they. They, of course, are good buddies, our bestest pals in the whole wide world with the rad return policy. That's cravenspeed.com. And, you know, I just want to know when Elon Musk is going to invent the hologram license plate that just, you know, <laughs> is only on when the car is on. You know, it just projects your license plate out there and you're done. Oh, I like it. That oh, sounds it would so much trouble, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah, but then what are all the prisoners going to do for work? <laughs> Think of the prisoners, Todd. Screw them, man. They can go into, like, uh, software development. So they, you know, some, <laughs> for, somebody's got to create the graphics, right? For 25 Makes cents. Sense. Yeah, that's right. They're Makes just going to they're gonna put them at AI yeah. machines yeah. for 25 cents an hour, uh, yeah. just placing the, you know, playing with fonts. So everybody, yeah. everybody in California is going to end up with license plate holograms that are all done in Comic Sans. Somebody's got to type the name. Because that's what I would do. <laughs> or or hobo. No, DB, yours would be in hobo. Yes, mine would all be in hobo. Yes. Wow. Only for California, though. All the rest of the states would get cool fonts like Calvatica or Ariel, but uh, mm. California would get hobo. Mm-hmm. That would be awesome. Uh, let me make something clear. Ariel is not a cool font. A- Ariel's just... better than hobo. It's default because it's at the top. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, to a, in a way, I would disagree. Anyway. Anyway, how about some news music before Gabe starts blathering about BMWs again? Jeez. Black Roof Radio, just go listen. I picked on Gabe already. It's already done. We picked on him already. It was fun. Can't stand it. And we picked on the kangaroo rat. Is it it news music? Is it happening? Yeah, it's already happened. Like an hour ago, dude. So let's go ahead. Let's let's dive in here. And I, I, I I wanna make this brief. Um, because I want to get to the meat of the conversation. Hang on, let me set a timer so I can redefine Gabe's idea of brief. You ready? Yeah. So I've I've driven a number of cars recently, and I and I want to start off because I think this is this is one of those things that we're all we're all listening to this podcast and enjoying this podcast because we're fans of minis. Yes. And and I think that's awesome. I love minis. Absolutely love them. Um, but minis owned by parent company bmw actually bmw group yes. but bmw and so one of the things that's always interesting is as a as an owner of a mini or a fan of minis you know you probably keep an eye on bmws because a lot of that technology trickles down and sometimes it's just interesting so what's the pinnacle of bmw right now well the pinnacle is the bmw m5 in a lot of ways okay. it is a 600 horsepower four-door sedan that does zero to 60 in some people have tested it under three seconds, hmm. 2.8 to be exact. It's a car that unrestricted fast. would go over 200 miles an hour. That's pretty fast. It is a car that has 27 less horsepower than the McLaren F1. If you get the competition package, it has 10 less. Hmm. This is a four door sedan that is at and beyond supercar performance in a lot of respects. So it's 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 something that you can do all that while you're getting your ass massaged sure. by the seat. Sure, sure, sure. So it's important to understand that this is not some hardcore performance car. It can do things on a track that would scare the living out of you yeah. and yet get – 24 miles per gallon going 68 miles an hour on highway. Nice. It's incredible. And so I've had this car for a week, put about a thousand miles on it as you will. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's, it's, it's just, it's one of those cars that 
the more you push, the more you live with, the more you sort of kind of understand, really the more it's amazing. Carbon ceramic breaks um, on the press car that I have, uh, of they're, they're lost. They're lost on their $9,000 option, by the way. They're lost on the high. They're lost on the, the, the city streets. On a track, of course, they're great. Yeah. Um, but they're pretty to look at. Uh, this is a car, actually, the M5 I have. It does not have the competition package. It has DB only 600 horsepower. I know that's kind of a disappointment. A little disappointment, Kate. But Yeah, hold on. Let me let me just check this really quick. Got it. So <laughs> it's... it's uh, uh, beer. Oh, okay. So it's it's, but it's in all seriousness, it, it it's absolutely spectacular, and I think um, I think that it is, in a lot of ways, you know, Mini is never going to have that much power. They're never going to have a, a twin turbo V8, etc. Sure. But it's interesting to see these engineers do what they've done. A lot of these engineers, a lot of these folks ebb and flow between mini and bmw there's there's obviously there's a lot of talent that is solving different problems i you know i, I know for a fact for instance the lead designer of the m brand in the in the <clears throat> early 2000s moved on to mini and actually was the exterior lead exterior designer for Mini for many years so there's there's a lot of commonalities in terms of just talent between these two uh sub brands if you will between bmw m and and, and mini and so it's just it's just cool to see kind of untethered in some respects what they can do and, so, um, and really just really quick todd before you go just for those of you who are curious about the m5 sedan and maybe you're going hey you know this sounds like a kind of a cool car maybe i should own one just so you know the m the uh, m5 sedan has a base price of one hundred two thousand seven hundred dollars let me tell you the price of this car uh yeah let me plus one uh, i'm gonna say guess gabe let me guess i'm gonna say nine thousand dollars how much Oh wait! Oh, sorry. One hundred and twenty-nine thousand dollars. Yeah, I was gonna say one hundred and forty. So, no, Todd, no, go ahead. I mean, let's, there's no question. This is an expensive. It was, it's an expensive car. Here's my problem with it. It's seventeen feet long and yeah. it has four doors. Depreciate. Yeah, you can and you can buy it in uh, about eighteen months for yep. half price. Not quite half the price, but about sixty percent price. Yeah, pretty close. Uh, if you could buy for sixty percent of the price in eighteen months, then you should immediately turn around and sell it to everybody else because that that is not depreciation the M five will have. It will depreciate like a mother ever. But it will not depreciate quite that badly. Hmm. But any car I mean this is this is just math. I mean any car produced basically at um at the at the at the level that the market will demand at that price will diminish in value tremendously and it'll diminish diminish in value more than your mini percentage wise so i mean again, yeah it's like I mean, as I not as bad as a motorhome but yeah and pat yourself on the back if you if you bought uh, a jcw compared to that because if you want to talk about depreciation a seven series and uh, an m5 etc will depreciate much more that, that said um this is a car and I, I have been critical of in the past i'd say five years i have said you know, for the record, on on Bimmerfile, that there's no BMW that I would choose over a P100D or a P90D from Tesla because there's nothing so interesting at a four-door, hundred plus thousand dollar price point that I would that I would want. This is the first car in five years that has changed my mind and wow. and done so pretty pretty significantly. Hmm. Okay, but does it drive itself? Mm. 
The, well, will will hey, it park itself? If you're driving, yeah, it will park itself. It'll drive itself on the highway. But if you're doing that in M5, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> I agree. You know, this is this is this is not the car. And, and, you, don't and I, a, I love, you don't buy an I love M5 for the auto drive feature. I, I, love, I love autonomous cars. I think they're great. I think most human beings should be driven by robots. But this but is a car. If you've chosen this car, that. you. You just you you need to drive it because life is short. Yes. Well, and well, I think Gabe, what, what you're saying there is car if you own it. Yeah, what you're saying is is, is what I've been saying about minis for a long time is that uh, what you've discovered is the pure joy of driving the car, and it's not that it's luxurious. Yes, it is very luxurious. And I, I've discovered that before the M5, but I appreciate that. But no, no, what I'm saying is that what what we've been saying for a very long time is that what what we love about the minis. Is it's one of the best driving cars out there now? Yeah. Put ourselves in a different league of, of finances at twenty five percent of value, right? You know, the expense to, to buy it. But um, what else can you have as much fun in for thirty grand? Well, and I think that and 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 that's actually a really interesting point because here here's the thing: if I if I look at um, my JCW Countryman, which is of you know it's a forty five thousand dollar car, it's not cheap by many terms, yeah, but in average car terms, it's actually, and shockingly and sadly, not that far off from the average car price. Right. And so, if if so, with that said, it's it's fun, it's exciting, it's really enjoyable. When I think about the cars, and one of the reasons why um, I really enjoy getting these type of cars is because I can tell you, podcast listener, that when I drive a seventy thousand dollar car, when I drive an X two right now, which costs. Seven thousand dollars more than my countryman. Yeah, thirty six four is the base price is, on an X two. It is well, that's base price. Not, that's you, base you, price, dude. You, you, any any X two you find a dealer lot, it's going to be fifty plus. Yeah, that's true. That car, sorry, this is this is the punchline here. I'm going to give it away. Is less enjoyable hmm. than the countryman. JCW, hmm. full stop. And there's no way you could argue with it. And then I can tell you why in a second. Uh, Gabe, really, that's Gabe, really, the, really quick. The X2 and the JCW Countryman aren't they almost the same car? Same platform, UKL plus. Same, platform. same engine, same transmission, pretty much. Let's let's get back to that in a second because I'm gonna I'm gonna go spec spec to spec. I want to I want to bookmark the or sort of book in the M5. When I drove this M5, 600 horsepower, 4,000 pounds. It's not not light yet. Lighter. They've added all-wheel drive and an automatic transmission, and now it's lighter than the previous version. Okay. Um, by the way, the automatic is is almost as fast as the DCT. Way better in traffic. It's incredible. All-wheel drive. You almost don't even know it, and you can turn it off. You could drift this thing literally down a straight road if you wanted to. Nice. It, it is. It is incredibly sort of pliable and forgivable, malleable, um, forgivable. All the different bulls, if you want. Um, it makes you look like Schumacher, Alonso. It makes you feel invincible on a racetrack if you know anything about how to drive. Uh, this is a car that will opposite lock and drift around anything and allow you to control it, you know, in a, in a ham-fisted way. M has created something that is really, really special with this car. I think it's probably, it's it, well, I wouldn't say this. It is the best M5 since the E39. And for any BMW fan, they know how much praise that is. Um, it's a special car, so I'm, I'll end it there. One hundred thirty thousand dollars, expensive, yes. Yes. You can pick one up 
or 104 with no options if you really want. Um, and yes, you can wait a few years and get them get them a little bit cheaper. Although extended warranty, I would recommend it. Um, it's a great car. You know, I'm trying to build a JCW Countryman right now, and in the configurator, you cannot have a contrasting roof on that car. Well, yeah, you can. You have three different options as far as lines. Uh, it's, it's because yeah. I chose the classic trim. Right, you can't do that. Yeah, yeah. Oh. And, mine, and mine doesn't have contrasting either. Mine, mine has a, a body color. We can get to mine in a little bit, but yeah, okay. Um, but anyway, so so I want to I want to pivot from there and and talk about um, the Countryman because we haven't talked about this. No, we've been we've, been we've been we've everybody's been jonesing to hear about what you think of the Countryman. So actually, um, our our good friend and Motor and File contributor Matt Adams has it right now, um, and is. Uh, experiences it I, it's funny I, i've been texting him and he just like um he's he's a he's a curmudgeon around new minis uh he is an <laughs> r56 and 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 he i've never seen so much praise from this guy he loves this car wow he absolutely loves it. he loved the club in as well yeah um but of course he, he was not a fan of the automatic he loves this car and and it's easy to love so this the, the countryman that uh that we have for the year is a uh, pretty pretty fully loaded rebel green all rebel green okay 19 inch wheels basically has more or less every option except for adaptive cruise and sunroof delete oh nice and of course the jcw seat so it's no, no power seats um it is it, it's it's a car that i i in in sort of specking i i firmly believed i would like less than the countryman yeah. that i had Having and if you've read Modern File, you'll see my reviews on it. Having had it now for and I, I've probably put about fifteen hundred miles on it, um, and I and I have to say I have to I have to admit I don't I don't want to say this I don't want to admit this I like it more than the Clubman, and the reason why I like it more than the Clubman there's a few reasons. Um, a this particular spec I like more. It has a manual transmission. Mm-hmm. And it is uh, has the JCWC, which my club and did not. Mm-hmm. Uh, it also has a couple other small things, but th- th- those are the key things. The manual is actually the key thing. It, it it's, it's also has more utility. Um, the seats move fore and aft in the back. Um, I actually nice. prefer, and I didn't think I would. I prefer a little bit less legroom in the front because I mean, I'm six two and I I could never use all the legroom they had in the clubman. Right. So. Give me an inch less. Put more in the back. Allow the back to go back and forth. Allow the allow the back to go to 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 basically uh, modulate between fully upright and fully back. So you basically have reclining seats in the back. Um, the the rear has taller, as you'd expect. And I know that that uh, bench. What's it called? Boot bench. The bench. Oh yeah, yeah. The the picnic, picnic. bench. Picnic bench. That thing is actually really usable. It is. Really? Cool. I use the thing all the time. And nice. so you, you sort of put together these small little bits of utility from the countryman, and you and you this this the sort of the culmination of it is it's a car that frankly it's just it, it, there's just more utility. It it actually is more usable in a lot of respects. And Gabe, you've uh, been in a lot of those cars, including the previous, the R60 version of the Countryman. Right, right, right. I've, I had one for a year, in fact. Right, and and can I say this, and, and this is something that I've discovered, as a as a tallish person, that um, access and egress from this car, both the front and the back so seat, much is, the best, is the best ever in the mini. So much better. The, the, R, the R60, I'm 6'2", the R60 was, I'd hit my head on it all the time. It was... Right. 
you know, it, it, it was it was it was a compacted four door. In fact, um, much like the F fifty five, the four door hatchback is. I, I can it, that car <laughs> don't fit well in, and you know that's just me. And it's a fine car, but um, the the they have nailed it. You know, they just have nailed it with. And I, I would say the same thing with the country, uh, the clubman as well. But the countryman. Um, you know, it's 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 a it's a crossover, and I, I like in my heart and soul, I don't love crossovers. But you know what? God damn it, this is a really good car, and I I really really like the shape of it. I like the I dimensions of it. I like, and this is the thing that's really frustrating to me, um, and it has to do with those those sort of you know pedestrian safety standards. Um, because of that front overhang, the Countryman has really kind of got the best proportions of the entire mini range. You know, with the 19 inch wheels. And, and a better that, looking front end. It, and better looking so, yeah, better looking front end. And it has it has sort of a good wheel gap. It's it just looks kind of right, and probably more right than almost any other mini. So, uh, and and again, like I know you guys are gonna roast me on that, but that's, no, that's my opinion, and uh, I, I I don't like it. I wish I didn't have it, but that's <laughs> the way I see it. Well, so it's I- it. Yeah, it, 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 at the end of it, I, I love I love the Countryman so far. Um, only fifteen hundred miles in, I've got a lot to write about. It. I've got a lot to, to even say. Modern file I haven't said yet, but um, cloth JSW seats, by the way, the best seats I've ever had in any mini. Full yep, stop. I, I've got those in uh, my car. They're great, comfortable, easy to clean, not uh, hot. You know, so far at least, not hot in the summer. Um, and the, great seats are, seats. I, the seats are some of the most comfortable mini seats. And and I wasn't sure, you know, Todd. I, I actually, um, I had had an experience with that those seats in a previous mini, and uh, I, I wasn't entirely sure if they were a great long, uh, short, long distance. I'm, I'm, I've been proven wrong. I, I really enjoy um, the the sort of the, the lateral support, the lumbar support. Like everything is just spot on. Yeah, I saw somebody. <laughs> you're gonna freak out. Somebody uh, actually got a JCW with those seats, and they came in and swapped them out because they were uncomfortable. They said they hugged me too much. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're, you know, if you're a big dude, like I can understand that. But I think yeah. it's if you know, if you're not, I mean, ride your yeah. bike more. But... You know, I'm, it's, yeah, it, no, I mean, I'm, I'm a, a tall guy at least, and like I, um, they fit me fine. So I think the end of it, like, um, you know, again. I, I have been won over by a car. I, I honestly didn't expect to be. It's only, you know, I've only had it for a month. There's a lot to prove in a year. Um, but thus far, I'm pretty excited about it. So you can imagine, um, and there and there's a lot more. I could I could dive in deep on some things I don't like. And, and we'll do that in subsequent podcasts. And we'll write about it in Learning File. Um, but all in, it's 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 been really impressive. So, so I want to fast forward a little bit. So I, I basically parked the jcw and got the keys to an x2 25 is it 25i whatever it's an x2 with the exact same engine okay and the exact same asin eight-speed automatic that i had in my clubman that i had for almost 25,000 miles right so the, the sort of the drivetrain of the x2 i have right now is a drivetrain i've i've known for a while i know it very very well right um it's also X, the X2 is is very like you know kind of it's somewhat close to the the countryman shape. So so I it, clearly it's an interesting comparison. So there's a couple things that um, 
I'm, I'm about, gosh, I'm only about four days into driving this thing. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've had it, I've, you know, of course, the first thing I typically do is I just crawl over all over these press cars. I, sure. I lift the engine covers. I get into all these things. I sort of like try to understand what what has Mini and BMW, what are the differences? You know, so first and foremost, because if I, if I know a car very well, I try to ascertain like what has happened here that they've defined as required to make this different. Um, clearly, the X2 is is what they call it, a four-door coupe. Of course, that's stupid. If it's a four-door, it's not a coupe, in my opinion, but it's a four-door. That's yeah, kinda, it's, it's really not. Sportier looking than the X1. As the Germans say, it's sportif. But it is, um, it is, it's good looking. So, I mean, you know, for, like, let's just get it out on the table. It's an attractive car. Yeah. It's an aggressive looking car. I, I like a lot of the styling elements that, that they've, uh, that they've created. Um, the 19 inch wheels, which I have in my car are great. There's twenties you can get. Uh, it's, it's a, it's a really attractive car stepping inside. It's again, really nice. I wouldn't say that the quality is, um, above what you get in the Countryman, I'd say it's on par. I think the BMW does a really good job of exposing the quality and not exposing the bits and pieces that are not high quality. If that makes any sense, mm-hmm. but it's from a technology standpoint, it is on par with what you get in the Countryman. Touchscreen navigation, everything else—it's all the same. So there's no thing that they have. Um, that you'll notice dramatically that's different. They have little things like there's automatic headlights. Uh, the Mini is going to get them next year. Um, so there's, there's, there's little things that they have that the Mini doesn't have, but it's, that's fine. It, it, nothing, nothing material, if you will. Um, the X2 I have has pretty much every option. It does not have the uh, dynamic cruise control, which I think is, is absolutely like it should be on every car. It's, it's so it's such a game changer if you commute, um, especially if you have an automatic. It's it's wonderful. So, a couple things. So this car has the quote unquote JCW powertrain. I know it's kind of weird to say that, but it it's, it's the same exact tune. It's the same thing. Yeah, it's the two liter B forty eight engine. Right. To be nerds um, about it. So the I think when it when it comes down to it, the um, the countryman is a little different than the X2 in terms of, you know, really kind of what you're looking at. It's about the same weight. It's it's roughly, it's like 50 pounds lighter. The Countryman's 50 pounds lighter. A lot of that comes from, um, from the X2. The X2 is lighter than the X1. There's a little bit less overhang. So the X2 is actually a closer uh, comparison to the well, JCW. Shorter, shorter up and down than the X1 and the Countryman. It's shorter, yeah. It is shorter, so but it's still a little bit more weight, um, which is kind of interesting. So the the BMW X2 though, what's 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 interesting about it is it has all these things in terms of power. It has the same dynamic um, suspension that the Countryman has, but the funny thing is, it's it's got the brakes of a Cooper S. Hmm. The exact same brakes. And so it, there, there's a couple of things that's just kind of interesting about it. Um, it's it's heavier, like, like I said, it's about 50 pounds heavier. There's there's also some differences in in the utility. So the Countryman is taller, it has more space in the back, but also the seats in the back that I talked about, how they move fore and aft. Well, the X2 doesn't have that. Oh, uh, 
There's no uh, picnic bench, which you know is a sort of a mini thing anyway. <laughs> Um, but but it also sounds stupid. But like the 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 loss of headroom in the back is kind of a material difference. You you really don't have as much headroom if you're sitting in the back. I, and I've sat in both just for fun. It's tight back there. Uh, if you're you know how you're the headrest when they flip up. Yes. Yeah. You know, nope. The X2 when they flip up, you cannot see. And the in the countryman, you they flip up. It's just kind of mildly annoying. That's the difference in headroom room you have back there wow okay so it, it what, what's interesting is when you, you're getting an x2 you're you're spending on average i did this math earlier today i'd say on average about five to seven k more for the same options you you get in a countryman so JCW. it's it's the bmw tax you have to pay so you're spending five to seven k more for a car that has less performance because it weighs more doesn't break as well less utility and you could argue doesn't look as interesting or as good. I actually like the look of the Countryman more personally. Um, X2 is interesting looking, but that's a totally obviously that's a, that's a personal opinion. But there's no doubt it does not it, it does not handle and break as well. And that's the other thing. the The way it feels, the way it's damped, the way the suspension controls like just frankly this the motion of of the, the 3600 3700 pounds in there too um bmw has 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 quite clearly in my mind designed this thing to feel slightly more compliant where the mini has been designed to feel slightly more responsive especially hmm. in jason form so you're getting a car in the jcw uh, countryman that is as you would expect feels more like a mini the bmw and this is coming from a lifelong bmw fan it's, it kills me to say this feels like a car that is more compliant and more comfortable okay but i think when you look at the clientele you would go it makes complete sense why it's like that absolutely absolutely and i say when it kills me of course i'm like i grew up with like you know my family car was a 2002 in the 70s or 80s you know that was so yeah, i mean comfort, I, I, with comfort was not the main feature of it, it was not it was not yeah it was not <laughs> so I, I think the, the the key point there is that the countryman for less money gives you more performance and more of the feels uh more of the smiles if you will than the x2 and certainly more than the x1 and so when people say, when they cross-shop these cars, they're like, oh, my God, I can get an X1. I can get an X2 for that cost. Well, actually, technically, you can't. That's part one. Part two, uh, you actually get less of the things that I think you probably want, right. if you're buying a Mini, in the X1 and X2. And, and if that doesn't matter to you, think we're going to X1 and X2. They're, they're, they're actually great cars. Like The X2, I've enjoyed it. It's a great car. When I think about what it's up against, uh, you know, it, it, it stacks up well. Yeah, um, and I, I but, think what you're saying is why the, uh, uh, the the countryman is selling so well right now, and I, I think if people would really make the the drive back to back, they would figure that out that that how great the countryman is, both in the way it handles, the way it drives, the the fit and the finish of this car is the best that Mini's ever done. It is on par, like you said, with the with a BMW X2 right now. Like the technology is virtually identical in it. You you look at it and you feel it, and and the usability is virtually the same at this yeah. point. Yeah, 
So. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and if you, you know, if, if you like the style of the X2 and, and you don't mind the things I just talked about, you don't mind the smaller brakes, you don't mind, you know, handling that doesn't feel quite as crisp, then by all means, like, you know, the X2 is a fine choice. But if those things matter to you, then uh, I'm just going to say you'd be a fool. I've become a, a bigger fan at like as days pass, Gabe. Um I like the countryman the, the new countryman more and more all the time. I, yeah. I still probably I couldn't see myself ever owning one. I think if I went SUV right now at this point I'd go with the Volvo X C forty, which I haven't driven yet. So Yeah, so here's the thing. Like like the you know, I Look at the look at a couple things with XC40, and and this is the thing that I think there's there's an equation for yeah. all of us to think through as we think about these cars. That's a great car, I'm sure. I haven't driven it either, but all those typically are pretty good. Um, there's a couple things. A, look at the weight of the car, look at the power to weight ratio, look at the steering ratio. And well, then, SP, I'm not looking for performance or handling. Well, nobody's setting like track records on these things, but right, right. what I'm saying is these are all ingredients to just like make you smile. Yeah. So, you know, you think about all those things, and and then you think about the brand and what it's trying to do. And Volvo is not going to. It's not like they're going to say like, man, our customers care about responsiveness. You know, so we're going to tune this thing so it feels responsive and it sort of like comes alive in your hands. You know, um, like a mini would. They're going to say we want this to feel fluid, and ultimately we want this thing to be like kind of like an iPhone. You know, you drive around. And it's it a great just car. works, yeah. Yeah, and and if you want that, which you know, frankly, most people do, then it's probably a great car. Yeah. Um, if you want more than that, and I assume those people that are, that are that are wanting more that are probably listening to this podcast right now, then it's it's probably not the car you want. But you know, go test drive it. I think there's 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 a lot of sleepers out there that probably qualify as maybe something that'd be interesting. You know, the the small Mazda crossover, for instance. Yeah. I can't. Once again, I can't get over uh, Mazdas. I think have regressed in style, and I don't like the looks of any well, of them. That's fair. I actually, I actually, I, like I actually kind of like the the small crossovers that Mazda's making I, these I days. Do too. I like the them. CX, I'll tell you what I really CX, like. Yeah, Not the, the um, topic, but the the, the CX three and the CX five. The MX five is it's a good nope. looking. It, the ma the nope nope the Mazda nope. nope. Nope, nope. Gabe, you can't drive. Gabe, you can't drive. Gabe, you can't drive an MX-5. Yeah, I can. No, no, you can't. Telescoping wheels. Because I can't drive an MX-5. The the wheels move in now. So yes, the steering wheels, the new ones, you can. Yeah, you're right. The 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 until this year, until this year. Yeah, I mean, I I test drove a 2015. I could drive that car like a boss with the top down. I could not drive with a top up, and I couldn't go with a passenger who was over five foot five. Well, the new one actually is smaller, lighter, and has more room in it. What about the? Yeah, okay, I'll have to go look because I, I was I was really close to having one of those in the house. But I will point. say though, your 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 roadster though, DB, in all seriousness, that that car it's is the car packaging. Beat. It's yeah, exactly. The packaging is way better than your roadster. Yeah, uh, I agree. That's a great car. Anyway, I, I I don't know if I need to drain it anymore, but um. I think the, the the X2 has been really interesting on a number of fronts. I think one of them, obviously, is that it has really reinforced how how right many got the country in. Well, and what's interesting, Gabe, is is we've talked about this for for many years on the show. As we all get a little bit older, we've been doing the show for for thirteen years. 
13 years. Oh, my gosh, right? We're in our 14th year. Yeah, we hit 13 years on August 1st, as we already talked right. about. So, like us, many uh, longtime mini owners and customers have gotten older, made a little bit more money. They're not looking for the cheapest option out there. They're looking for a little bit more comfort. They want some, still want style, but they want drivability. And for a long time, and I'm saying a few years ago, a lot of people were like, well, why would I buy a Countryman or a Clubman? I can go over and get this X1. Okay, when that was the mm. offering. Yep. Because it was pretty close to price wise, around 40 grand, mm-hmm. you know, 45 grand. You can equip one out and, uh, and be very comfortable. And, and Gabe, what I see you're saying now, and I think I agree with you also, is that that shift is now coming back. It's like, no, really consider this Mini. And what you get, you're actually getting more of a car and more of the things you want and you like in it than you are with, say, an X2. Well, and I think that, that in a lot of ways, um, in a lot of ways, if you if you kind of take four steps back, it all makes sense, you know? Yeah. They have a common platform. That platform was dictated by Mini and BMW. But I think, and this is probably going to be up for debate, I think Mini has made the most of it. I think they have basically looked at that platform and they have gotten, they have found, in my opinion the right mix of performance and comfort and utility. Whereas BMW has gone, I think, in a slightly different direction and catered, uh, this is a, I hate this phrase, but I'm going to use it. They've catered to the masses to produce a car that they want to sell in volume. Yeah, And, and of course, many wants to sell a lot of countrymen as well. They want to sell in volume. But they have, they have basically tuned that jcw countryman or even even the cooper countryman they've tuned that car in a way that i think more appeals to the people who are likely listening to this podcast and certainly appeals more to me hmm cooper countryman okay uh, sure (laughs) remains to be seen remains to be seen Sure. I, I did a quick build out of a uh, of a new countryman, JCW countryman, just because I was curious what it would take for me to actually be able to afford that car. Um, and I would have to put come up with twenty five thousand at least as a down payment to be able to afford that car. <laughs> well, there's uh, certainly used. Yeah, there's a lease for sure, and there's a lease, and there's yeah. a whatever you know. I drive, yada, yada. I drive too much for a lease, but yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, and I, and I you know, I'm, and actually, and think, to, to be honest, I'm looking for the next. I'm looking for Roxy's replacement. I'm looking for the next car that I can put three hundred thousand miles on, and the Roadster so, isn't it. And I don't think actually, I don't think any current model Mini is that car. I, I would disagree. I would actually think that that the Minis that are being sold right now are probably going to. And they're not. They're cle- nothing's going to be trouble free, but yeah. they're probably going to be more trouble free than anything that's been produced before. So DB, you can pick up a Cooper. Uh, you, you don't need all four. I think all four is a better handling car, unfortunately. But you can get a front-wheel drive Countryman for um, well under thirty grand. Yeah, twenty-five, twenty-six grand. I mean, for, yeah, uh, I, I I was just doing the JCW. I haven't come back and just done an S because I I just won't do a Countryman as a Cooper. That's just silly. You'd be comfortable and it. it'd be fine. It, yeah, you know, it, yeah, I think I think it would be fine. I think it, it wouldn't be fast, but I mean, you know, it'd be fun. 
No. And, uh, I, I, the last time I, I still have a bad taste in my mouth when I drove a Cooper version of the R60. And whew, <laughs> dude. the automatic version that was really And bad. it was an automatic at that. And yeah. it was like a press conference. Oh, well, that's, it was like that, a pre-release that somebody had just for just to have one around so they could see what it looked like, felt like, all that oh, stuff. That's a major issue. So oh. you, you can get a front-wheel drive Cooper S Countryman 31.4. For 34.4, you get a lot more for your money. Yeah. Yeah. You do. You do. But oh. Well, for what it is, and, and let me segue into... Not that I'll be buying a new car anytime soon, but that's a point for another day. I know. I, I think we've uh, we beat the... Uh, the new car horses there, I which leads me to and DB because you're talking about you know picking something up. Let me tell you a quick story, and then I'm going to let you do a break. But I, I want to say this is um, that I've seen this a lot lately, and minis have been around long enough that a lot of people want them and have wanted them for a very long time. They'll go out and they'll find a used one. And here's something I've seen happen a lot lately, and I talked to the techs at the dealer. Somebody will bring their car in, they'll bring their mini in, and the dealer says, "You need this. You need this. You need this. You need this." But and before you know it, there's like three to four thousand, maybe five thousand dollars worth of stuff that needs to be done to your car. Mm-hmm. So what do they do? They're like, well, I'm not going to do any of that. They go to the Ford dealer, the Hyundai dealer, mm-hmm. whatever, and they trade it in. Mm-hmm. And then that dealer turns around and just puts the car on the lot, sells it as a used car. Somebody goes, oh, great deal! I can buy a used Mini. So they buy this car. They don't get it checked out. Right. And they drive it for a few weeks, and they realize I need to take this car in. So they go into the dealer, and then the service guys are like, we just saw this car, right? (laughs) And they alert the new owner with the terrible news. Uh You bought a car that needs $5,000 worth of work. Right. Okay? And I feel bad. I've seen this happen so many times last year, it makes me ill. Okay? (laughs) And it's like you're spending enough money on a car that you should get it checked out. Yeah, and I'm saying do one thing. If you're in the in the market for a used car, I don't care if it's a used Mini or whatever. Especially if it's a used Mini or a used BMW, just take a picture of the VIN number mm-hmm. and go to your dealer, go to the service department, and say, "Here's the last seven of the VIN number. Can you run the service history on it and tell me?" And, and just they, tell them, like, listen, if you if, if you help me with this, I will take this here. Also. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. And and they may not tell you everything, but they may say, you know, you know what, I wouldn't buy this car. They, yeah. they don't have to tell you anything. I mean, it's, you know, private information. But if you know the people and take them a dozen donuts or something, you know, <laughs> get them to run a service history on this car just to go, should I buy this car or no? And a good service department is going to go, no, you should not buy this car unless you can buy it for a thousand. Or just be like, yeah, it, 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 it needs, it, you're going to throw down X amount and you yeah. should just wear of it. Right. And so th- that's that's tip number one. Tip number two, if you do find a car that you like and for whatever reason you just fall in love with and you have to have it i'm going to tell you extended warranty is your best friend oh, it I, already, is. I already it found is. that out i extended warranty covered that fuel filter issue i had in the roadster so yep. uh, it was a 600 hundred dollar repair cost me with an oil change 100 bucks yep there you go right so there it worked out really so i had my, to pay sales tax on parts that's my two tips is i don't care how new the car is or how few miles on it get the service history checked out yeah and for, for whatever it is now, and it's going to be an additional cost, like a new Mini today. Uh, it's 25 uh, My extended warranty on my Mini, and it was 2013 that I bought in 2017, the extended warranty f- out to 100, I think it's out to 150,000 miles, cost 2,500 bucks. Yeah, and I think it's well worth it. You're going to take advantage of that. You're, you're oh, going yeah. to end up 
it. Because you know, I've got it's a the, the roadster. It's got the, even with the N18 motor, I'm going to need a turbo probably tomorrow. So well, and here's the thing: is unless your dealer decides to, you know, somebody trades a car in two year old mini with say twenty thousand miles on it. Right. It used to be you'd get the remainder of the warranty. You'd right. get the the four year fifty thousand. It's not like that anymore. You oh. have to pay. You have to pay an upgrade fee to extend to get the rest of the warranty. Yeah, I'd get extended warranty even if I bought CPO. And CPO yeah, well, pushes the warranty out pretty far. If, if you get the CPO, it comes with, you know, it extends the warranty out. But it's not as much as it used to be. Right. And mm-hmm. BMW's dropped it down a little bit, too. <laughs> Pardon me. Yeah. It used to be six years, 100,000 miles, but I don't think it is. Anymore. And gap insurance. That's tip number three, gap insurance. <laughs> yeah, if you're, especially if you're rolling any money into it. Yeah, definitely get gap insurance. You, know, if you, you want to hear the, the stupidest slash smartest thing I've ever bought was uh, tire and wheel insurance. And I bought it on my 2005 Cooper S because I spent... I, I remember that. Yep. No, I, I, well, I know I spent a ton of money on, on the wheels. On wheel, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, it, the way they worded it, basically, it was any wheel that was on that car. Oh, okay. And I, so, yeah. So yeah, used to, I, that car I, used to, Chicago used to eat the wheels off that car like yeah, on a daily basis. I, I, it paid for itself it, basically with one pothole. Didn't you? Didn't you max out the number of wheels you got replaced on? <laughs> no, <laughs> I think. No, I sold the car before I got to that point, but I did okay. go through. Oh. All right, good. It was it was a tire and two wheels, I believe. Well, good. okay. Hey, yeah. tips from tips from the good uh, gentleman at White Roof Radio. Have your car checked out by a mechanic. Go to the dealer. Have them run the VIN number at least. Yep. And whatever you do, I don't care what brand car it is. Get an extended warranty on it. Have your car spayed and neutered. <laughs> Unless you have like an unlimited budget, yeah. <laughs> Unless you have an nobody. Unlimited- does anybody remember that comment? Yeah, that was a uh, Bob Parker. Parker from yeah. uh, the Price Is Right. From the Price Is Right, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> have your right. I, I, uh, so I have to. I have to admit, I have an early flight tomorrow. Okay. So I, I, I will say that, and I don't mean to hurry us, but I I've thoroughly enjoyed talking about this stuff. Yeah, I Gabe, if you been if you need to go, you can go ahead and go. That's all right. We, I, I'm, right. I'm just I'm just doing that we're, because we're, I want to say if I do have to go, I want to take the time to say I've thoroughly enjoyed talking about this stuff. I love talking about this stuff. I've, excellent. I've had I've had a lot of this stuff in my head for a while, and I've been excited, excited to tell Todd specifically how much I love the Countryman. <laughs> nice. I'm not surprised. I am not surprised one bit. Nice. Nice. Because Gabe, I don't know if you, I, I don't know if you remember my uh, my lady friend's parents. I, I got them into a new Countryman, a new Cooper S Countryman. Well, there you go. And there I've driven go. the car quite a bit, and um, I, I like it more every time. Yeah, they just got it right, you know. And it's not like it's not like the most. I mean, let's be honest, it's not like the most like visceral, exciting, you know, mini that they that they offer. But it's just they just for what it is, they nailed it. They yeah. did. They dialed it in. They made it feel like a mini. It once again, it feels like a mini. Nice, nice, there. very cool stuff. Uh, really quick, let's uh, tell you about one of the other fine sponsors here underneath the white roof. Our good friend, our good pal, our good buddy over at Outmotoring. Outmotoring.com. Don't forget, you can check out his posts over at Motoring File as well. Very cool stuff. Doesn't matter what mini you have. Doesn't matter what you need for your mini. Outmotoring.com has you covered. Handy dandy search right there at the top. Look for anything you need. Body trim parts, uh, glove box organizers, uh, carpeted floor mats, hats, shirts, shoes, watches, all the things. Outmotoring.com. Click over there. Check it all out. Make sure you sign up for the newsletter. When you do that, really handy thing. And you should also probably follow them on the social media like Instagram, Twitter, or 
uh, Facebook uh, because Aaron's been sharing the coupon codes, uh, the monthly coupon newsletter and coupon codes on the social medias as well. So you should follow out. It's at Outmotoring pretty much everywhere and says that some of the posts are actually pretty funny. Um, but sign up for the newsletter when you get there. Just, you know, it's right there on the front page. Put your email address, hit subscribe. You don't get a lot of emails. This is pretty much whenever remember Aaron remembers to do it. And every time you do, you do get a, you know, 5% coupon code, which is super awesome. Don't forget to, um, they're going to help you make sure you get the right parts for the, whichever mini you've got. Huge club support. Um, they're, Aaron's still supporting clubs today. I was, saw a post on Instagram, like a big shout out to Out Motoring for, you know, providing a giveaway for some event that some mini club was having. I thought that was pretty awesome. Free shipping on pretty much anything. Anytime you spend more than 195 bucks, 100% happiness guarantee. Duh. And don't forget the hitches over at Mini Do More as well. That's our friends over at Outmotoring, outmotoring.com. I want you to go over there and check those guys out. Really, please, like everything. I've been looking at brakes lately and, um, you know, and I've also been, you know, trying to get that weird part for my uh, Vantage V8 Roadster S that I just am having a hard time finding. Um, Aaron has that for you as well. Again, that's our friends over at Outmotoring. Outmotoring.com, mini performance, speed, and uh, BBS wheels. It's outmotoring.com. Mm, nice. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, and DB, hear your anxiety about. Was it just about you know what to do next or what? Yeah, well, it's not what to do next. So, uh, my car is currently in a state of of disrepair, and I need a thousand dollars worth of work done on my car in the shape of Mm. tires, tires and brakes, right? And that's just going to cost a thousand bucks. That's just what that costs. Then that's Mm -hmm. fine. But with the the, with the recent, but with my recent break, both my recent breakdown, and then I'm reminded that I'm driving a five year old R59 with an engine that is prone to all manner of failure once it gets over 80,000 miles, not to mention all the issues that are going to come about with the roof because I've got a car that has 80,000 miles on it. It's starting to make me nervous, right? And I, you still got warranty. You still got warranty. Don't and, worry about it. and that, and I, the transmission in my commute now, since my commute changed, honestly, I just, it's, it's horrific. Well, any automatic transmission is a time bomb. Just, it's just absolutely horrible. So and and I, I've tried all the tricks. Everybody says, "Dude, try sport mode. You know, move the shifter over, then do sport mode. Just do sport mode by itself." I've tried all those tricks, and sport mode makes it shift like you're riding in the car with somebody who's never driven a, a car before. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it's it's yeah. The, and, 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 the, and at the, the end, and at the, and at the that, end of yeah, my day, well. at the end of my day, I just want to get home. Right, and I, that's my that's my little decompression time, and I don't want a car that jerks around and drives like crap, because I've had I'm trying to drive it and during my commute, you don't oh. want to jerk. And the throttle yeah. response just don't even get me started, you know. Just all these things are starting to combine together, and starting to make the car a little bit less enjoyable for me because I'm just uh, it's I'm wasting it. I really am, driving it, you know, 20 miles that takes me 45 minutes to cover. That's a waste for this car. This car wasn't built for that. Right. This car was built to leave in the garage or take it out on drives. You know, this car was meant to drive, not meant to sit in traffic, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and, and now I'm having anxiety about it. Mm-hmm. So, well, sorry. That's all. well, you know what? I think I think you've got you've got a car under warranty. Oh, yeah. You can always sell it. I think it's a it's a beautiful car. And, uh, you know, you can you can you can move on to what's next. Yeah. Uh, it's and, also, and know, sadly, it, and this will be a topic for another day, but what's next probably is not going to be a mini. Ooh. I know. Let's talk about I that. I know. Yeah, you say that now, but. I say that but, now, but you know what? More and more, I do not want a car with a turbo. 
I don't. Well, let I me wanna, introduce you to uh, Cooper. And, uh, yeah, I'll, the Cooper has a turbo um, on an, on the new cars. And I don't really want to go back to getting an R50 again. And I definitely don't want an R56 Cooper because that thing's just a steaming pile of crap. <laughs> you know? Well, tell us how you really feel, dude. Dude, I had that car and it, it shit fell off it all over the place. The, the, past, the rear view mirrors fell off. The interior uh, sun visor fell off. That thing was a pile of crap. Come on. Come on. We know quality skipped R56, the first it's... gen R56. Quality skipped that car. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Unless you paid a lot of money for I'm sure it. there's, you paid there's a lot. people that would disagree. I I would I would argue I would argue that the amount of money that was poured into the development of the F56 would if I'm just using logic and math would 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 dictate that that Cooper despite the fact it has a turbo mm. is probably going to be your most trouble-free option. From a mini standpoint, yeah, but it's also going to be having owned one here um, for years. It's also the most boring. And yeah, and, and I drove one. I drove one for a day. I drove one for a day, and I don't think it was horrible. I I love the manual transmission oh. Cooper. I love that car. We had we had it. That's so years. crazy. That's so fun. It's such a great car. I'm, I think I'm spoiled though because you I went are. from two GPS to my JCW. But it's not about fast, like that car. Like, forget no, fast. it's about boring, Gabe. It's not about no. fast. <laughs> no, you're not doing. You know what? I'm gonna say something, Todd. You're not doing it right. <laughs> no, you're no, you're not doing it right. If you, if you think that car is boring, and I guarantee there's gonna be people say the same thing. If you think that's boring, you're not doing it right. It's not about. It's not about fast. Like if you're comparing it to a GP, you're doing it wrong. Like it's not a GP. It's very different. Right. Dude, how about it? For me, it was too comfortable. Okay, and for that, what I mean is, it's too comfortable. It's the English, all our English listeners are just like rolling their eyes in the back of the head because you know how much people <laughs> in England love comfort over their potholes. Yeah, that car is designed is designed to you know float and bob and weave. We'll say bob and weave. <laughs> it's designed to bob and weave. I don't right. even think so either. But we didn't see. Here's the problem: we didn't have a sports suspension on the car. That's say? well, and they only had a sports suspension the first year. They, they Mini USA, literally took it out of the options book because yeah. so few people went for it. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, maybe, but then it's out of my price range, and I can't find one that's blah 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 blah. blah. Anyway, I'm at the I'm at the point in my life where I'm realizing that I'm uh, that I I, I, only, I no longer think that BMW products are for me. They're no longer in my budget for purchase or for support. And that makes me sad, but that's what it is. I can't afford it. Because you're you know? going to end up in a Hyundai. But, you know, but at least I get the car I can afford. Or I'll do like what the, the, the token Canadian in my office did is he searched and searched and searched and he found a Toyota Corolla with a manual oh. transmission. Sweet, fancy Moses. <laughs> I, I don't know what I will replace it with, and I'm not there yet because I have to knock down a lot of money off my loan. I was going to say, you, you're upside down for a little while. In yeah, I'm quite a bit upside down still, but that's okay because it's a better deal because I blah, 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 um, and I don't mind that I'm upside down. So, I mean, I'm still stuck with it for another year, but that point notwithstanding is I just don't – I no longer think that the mini brand or any BMW brand is for me. 
Yeah. Well, just keep nibbling at those things like like tires and brakes. And oh yeah. I mean, that's it, it. Just it, you know, just a little bits of stuff that just like reminds me that minis are expensive to maintain. But it, all cars cost. It would cost a thousand bucks for a round trip on tires and brakes, right? So I mean, that's just an expense of the car, and that's fine. I don't care about that. I'm more concerned with like a turbo failure. And it's not that I'm concerned about the expense. Is I'm concerned that it's going to be another 115 degree day. And the car's going to break down on me again and leave me stranded outdoors for five hours, and I'm going to get yeah. and I'm going to get well, sick from that's, exposure. That's a that's a scar. I have a solution for you, DB. You need to move out of Phoenix, and nope. you need to get a better job. <laughs> well, yes on two, nope on one. Sorry. All right. like Who can, so let's help DB on that second part, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, anyhow. Yeah, it just it's it's just not it's it, the mini has quite yeah, yeah. literally priced me out. I mean, I, I make a modest salary. I only make what fifty five a year, fifty five a year, and paying rent. That you cannot afford a mini Cooper on fifty five thousand yeah. dollars a year. Well, not can't. a new one, and not anything. You closer. can't you can't afford that's... you can't afford Karen maintenance on a mini Cooper. Uh, you know, I think I think that uh, that's a fair assessment, and I think that the one thing that is crucial in that equation, DB, yeah. is if you can, if you if you want to, you have to find somebody who can fix, like just like you know, pretty pretty blunt here, can fix your car for cheap. Yeah, I or, have I have a guy who is less expensive than the dealer. Right, it's our version of Detroit Tune, Jerry over at Lasseur, uh, and they, you know, they sell a whole crap load of cars. They should do buybacks and shit like that. But um, I, I got a guy getting the work done is not really the problem. It's just the fact that the work well, has, the work so- has to be done, and it's and the work that has to get done is extensive, and the parts are expensive. Well, and I wish you know, like they are, they are. It's true, but like the labor so expensive, like brakes. I mean, I you know, having a lot of brakes myself. I could do my own brake job, but there's not enough room in my garage, and I don't know where all my tools are, and I haven't done it for so long. I'd probably. It's also also probably so hot. Um, yeah, it's also 150 degrees. <laughs> well, I, I guess that's my point. Like you know, like you know, there's 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 ways that, that people that people can get around it once they sort of like get their hands dirty and get get into it. But I mean, I know that's not always. It's easier said than done. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind doing a brake job because I used to do the, all the brakes on my R50. Right, not a problem. I did front brakes on yeah. the R56. Not a problem. Uh, and I've always done the front brakes on my car. I don't do the rears because I don't have the special tool, and that always means that it's also time to have the brake fluid flush. And I'm not going to do that because that's oh, beyond. That's, so that's, that's beyond a my fun job. <laughs> exactly. No, thank you. So it's just like, well, that needs to get done and the rear brakes, and I would do that at one time, right? Because that's that made logical sense to me. So I'll do the fronts, let Jerry do the backs, and then he can do the fresh fluid for me at the same time. And when I need new rear new rear brakes, that's how I knew I needed the brake fluid flush. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it worked out. Sort of like, you know, you pay rent and you change out your air conditioning filter, that kind of stuff. Anyway, it just it's getting expensive and it's and it's not the you know, it's just it's just the regular it seems like the regular expense of shit breaking on Mini Coopers that I can no longer afford and I can't afford a new one. So that I so well, I can so that I can bypass again that initial you know the whole shit breaking, you know what I'm saying? Well, let's let's check in on this soon, DB, because I think it's a good it's a it's a good topic and it's an honest topic that 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 you're not alone in. Sure, deals yeah. with this. There's a lot of people, a lot yeah. probably a lot of listeners. There's people, DB. I get I get emails all the time, not all the time, but. Often, like over the years, they have literally been reading Modern Foul for, for, I got one the other day, 
a decade. Yeah, I've, I think I saw that email. And they have literally not been able to afford a mini until now. Right. And they're ready to buy after all this time. Yeah. And so, you know, I th- and I, I think that's great. You know, the, the, there's 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 a lot to be said about, you know, the 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 joy in in that moment. There's also a lot to be said about the fact that, you know, hey, I, I can't deal with this anymore. Yeah. I'm going to move on to something else. Maybe I'll come back. You know, that's fine. But let's be pragmatic about it for a little bit. Right. I mean, it's not that I can't. I mean, I, I don't have a problem buying, you know, used cars or pre-owned minis. Car I'm in right now was pre-owned, right? And I only, that's how I got it for such a good price. I paid what? But it's, all, it's also the emotional part of it, too. Yeah, it's just it's a, it's it's the extra stress, right? It's like mm-hmm. okay, sure, I'll buy an F fifty six, a twenty fifteen for twenty grand, sure, or fifteen fifteen thousand because it's got thirty thousand miles on it. Okay, sure, that's fine. Um, yeah. But but what's gonna break over the next fifty to seventy thousand miles, right? And, well, and you're also pretty smart about it, too, DB. I mean, there's a lot of people out there who are making that choice, and yeah. they don't have the knowledge you do, and they get they get turned upside down in a way that is, is pretty, you know, it's, it's pretty materially like detrimental to like sure. their everyday life. Yeah, 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 exactly. Exactly. So yeah, just, you know, I mean, I mean, Roxy was bulletproof after the initial three months and Gabe, you felt you, you lived that struggle as well. Um, but once all the little build initial build quality shit was fixed, then that car was bulletproof. Mm-hmm. Bulletproof. I didn't have any problem with that car until I had to put a clutch in it at 120,000 miles. Not counting wear and tear items. That it's car funny was you mentioned that, DB. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned that. I think I think that's something to be said about that car that a lot of people don't talk about. Yeah. That you know that that yeah. The first generation Mini Cooper was put together in a shitty way, but when it comes down to it, it was so simple. Yeah. As long as you could make that transmission last. Yep. You know, outside of a few and, minor things, and it when it didn't, you you hard. you swap it out for a six speed, and you put another hundred thousand miles on the car, which is what I did. Yeah, right. Because yeah. the six. Go ahead, a Dodge talk. Neon block was a solid block. Dude, that cast iron so block. That it engine, was a cast iron block. That, yep. that engine. I mean, shit. When Harold passed his mini, had what half a million miles on it. Yep. Yep. Harold, and for those who don't know, Harold. Um, what was his last name? Stansfield. Yeah, to give him the full credit he deserves. Um, that that gentleman drove a Cooper CVT. Am I right, guys? Yes, it was a CVT. Right. Correct. CVT. Silk, silk green, if I'm not mistaken. Silk wasn't green, it? white yep. top, if I recall. He drove that thing to a half million miles before God, God rest his soul. He passed away. He was a sweet and soul man. He, he was really a was. sweet, sweet man. Wonderful human being. Yeah. And 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 I'll never forget. I knew I knew of him and I knew the miles he had on it at the time it was like a couple hundred grand or a couple you know more than that and and I'll, I'll never forget the way he pulled away from the conversation we were having it was not to not to not to you know use the word silk too often here but it was silky smooth yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. you know his his silk green just kind of wafted away there it goes and See I realized yeah. at that time like oh shit that's how you do it. Yeah. You just drive it gently. Yeah. You know, you take care of your car and you drive it gently mm-hmm. and and you know that every single motion, every change in direction is basically wearing your car down. And you have to do it, of course. So you just do it carefully. You do it gently. Mm-hmm. Well, and I loved his story too. Is he said he didn't put brakes on the car until like uh I don't know, oh, like it was like, like a, five thousand miles on it. And some he, ridiculous, yeah. He goes into the dealer and he tells this story, and he's like, "They go, oh, 
you know, have you put brakes on this before? And he goes, no, those are the original brakes, 85,000 miles. And he goes, are you serious? He goes, yeah. <laughs> check. He goes, check the horn. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's actually hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. He was a good guy. Uh, I actually think, though, um, that he did have to have the motor replaced, but it wasn't because it stopped working. It was because somebody screwed something up at the dealer yeah. and they end up having to replace the motor. So that goes at, so, and that was at like 275,000 miles. So technically Roxy had more miles, but I mean, it's not a competition or anything, but still just saying you, she's, yeah, she's you, running horse out of Mexico now at the border. I'm sure. I don't know what she's doing. <laughs> I can't find, I can't find her anywhere. I keep searching for, I keep searching for her in and I can't find her anywhere. Yeah. Well, so anyway, that's my anxiety. It's all yeah, money related. It's all fair. You know, so anyway, um, we'll, we'll, we'll stay posted. There's a DB mini post oh. in there somewhere. I'm just, since I finally got DB mini to, to kind of taper off towards the end of the show, uh, for those of you who've been playing along with the home game, know that I've been experiencing some issues with WordPress of late, especially on my sites, DB mini, dumbburnside.com, and White Roof Raid as well, plus the bike shop or the bike show, Ride Bikes Radio. Been having some trouble that I think I finally got into the to the root of the problem, and it's just the fact that these sites are all, you know, 15 years old. So I've gone in and done a lot of cleanup, uh, added some new caching to them. In fact, if you guys poke over it, I'll, I'll link it up in the show notes. Actually, link over to whiteroofradio.com. If you just poke over to White Roof Radio, you're going to notice right away the, the site loads much faster, almost instantly. Instantaneous, especially on mobile. It's really, really nice. DB Mini loads the same way. I'll be adding that to the rest of the sites later. Um, and honestly, if you guys ever go to one of my sites and it's broken, ping me on Twitter or let me know on Facebook or something, please. It's annoying. I know you guys look at my stuff probably more often than I do. So, honestly. Uh, anyway, that's all I got for right now. Does anybody have anything else? No, sir. No, I am out. I got to... Todd, really no, quick. I've got to go drive a M5. Todd, uh, are we uh, really quick? Uh, any more MTTS stuff left, or is it all gone? Uh, no, I still have like um, I, I want to say about a dozen of the limited edition badges. I've, I just sold another one today, so okay. I think we're down to like eleven or twelve. There of them. you go. So if you were on Mini Takes Estates and you want one of the limited edition badges, uh, numbered all the things in a pack in a plastic pouch. Go over to motoringstripes.com, get one ordered, Todd will get you hooked up. Not only that, but, you know, stripes and other graphics, plus the really cool trick. Go to motoringstripes.com and you have a sunroof, but you want your air conditioning to work because you live on the west of the Rockies. Um, you can actually go to Todd, have him, and order up the White Roof Radio Sunroof Delete Kit and tell him the color of your roof. And for 100 bucks, he'll send you the graphics and you put it on yourself. It's not really hard. It takes about half an hour or so. And you just put it on and all of a sudden your air conditioning will work again. It's really, really amazing. My favorite, my favorite thing that Todd has ever made is the Bite Roof Radio Sunroof Delete Kit. Just saying. I had one on Roxy forever. It was great. Oh, so awesome. So awesome. Yep. <laughs> it really was. Anyway, but we're done for the week. Gabe, thanks yeah. again for joining us, sir. Great to have you. As always, anytime you're available, let us know. Uh, or if you, even if you just need to like spit something out and you record on your phone, you just need to put it on a motoring file or something, just shoot it over to me. We'll get that taken care of. Yeah, it's and done. Everybody wants to hear more about the country, the company car as you do it. And, of course, is the uh, JCW Countryman. So very exciting stuff. Todd, thank you as always as well. Uh, we're gonna. We almost had Brian tonight, but he's in the middle of a move. We almost had Chad tonight, but Chad's got Dream Cruise and – Something else. Chad's busy. Like, a, was it a, a two-legged, three-legged chicken? What was it? What he's he just putting in turbos left and right. What did Chad say? It was really funny, and I don't remember. But he said he, he was busy as like a three-legged chicken at a 
ass kicking contest or something. I, I don't actually remember, but it was really funny. Uh, but he's been busy, so we're going to get Chad back on here pretty quick as well. But thanks, guys, for listening. Thanks for sticking around. Thanks for being patient with all of our technical glitches of late. We do appreciate it. This is the time of the show, however, where I do like to make that funny clicking sound. And then I say... Questions, comments, or concerns, go ahead and click back over to whiteroofradio.com. There you can leave us a note in the show notes. You can also email us, feedback, whiteroofradio.com. But until next time, gang, this is DB. I'm done. Cheers. Okay, there's some uh, BMW porn for you over there.